and welcome to the EMG Health Podcast. My name is Julianne Locke and I am delighted to be presenting the second part in a series exploring the highlights of the annual European Congress of Rheumatology. While the first episode focused on topics relating to the treatment of psoriatic arthritis, here we will cover the latest treatment options and safety aspects for patients with rheumatoid arthritis and ankylosing spondylitis. This series has been funded by Janssen. Let's start by reviewing novel and relevant information regarding COVID-19 for patients with RMDs from the safety profile of vaccines to the impact of biologic or targeted synthetic DMARD treatment on COVID-19 outcomes. Many countries have already launched vaccination programmes to protect the public against COVID-19 and to prevent further spread of the virus. However, the safety of these novel vaccines is still unknown in patients with inflammatory rheumatic diseases who may be undergoing treatments that target the immune system. In the late-breaking abstract session, Pedro Machado presented results from the Euler COVID-19 vaccination or COVAX registry, which was launched in February 2021 and has since collected safety data from more than 1,500 patients with RMDs receiving COVID-19 vaccines in 28 European countries. Most of the patients had inflammatory joint diseases, connective tissue diseases or vasculitis and were currently receiving either conventional or biologic DMARDs or glucocorticoids. The Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine was administered in 78% of these patients, followed by the AstraZeneca, Oxford and Moderna vaccines in 16% and 5% of patients respectively. After vaccination, 31% of the patients reported side effects such as pain at the injection site, fatigue, headache and generalised muscle pain. Importantly, these results are comparable to the common side effects reported by the general population and most patients tolerated the COVID-19 vaccine well. Moreover, the study reported only limited cases of disease flares and very few severe adverse events. Taken together, these data are reassuring for both patients and clinicians and promote confidence in COVID-19 vaccine safety in patients with inflammatory RMDs undergoing immunomodulatory treatments. Despite the best efforts to avoid COVID-19, patients are still at risk of being infected and their immune status and concomitant medication may result in different disease outcomes compared with the general population. For example, some DMARDs may work in the patient's favour by dampening the hyperinflammatory response in COVID-19 and lead to a less severe clinical course. In contrast, other DMARDs may impair the viral immune defence and cause more severe outcomes. Jeffrey Sparks presented the results from the COVID-19 Global Rheumatology Alliance Physicians Registry, which investigated the association of COVID-19 outcomes and the use of biologic or targeted synthetic DMARDs in almost 2,900 patients with RA. The key conclusion from this study was that, compared with TNF inhibitors, the use of JAK inhibitors and rituximab may be associated with increased COVID-19 severity with a two- and four-fold increase in risk, respectively. On the other hand, IL-6 inhibitors and Abtacet did not increase COVID-19 severity. These data highlight the urgent need to prioritise risk mitigation strategies, such as optimal timing of vaccinations for patients with RA, especially those receiving JAK inhibitors or rituximab. Interestingly, some drugs used to treat RA have been repurposed to battle the COVID-19 pandemic. Mavrolimumab is a monoclonal antibody directed against the GM-CSF receptor alpha, 
which blocks GM-CSF signalling, resulting in downregulation of the inflammatory processes. Mavrolimumab has previously shown efficacy in phase 2 trials in patients with RA and giant cell arteritis. And the MASH COVID study demonstrated that a single infusion of mavrolimumab increased survival of non-mechanically ventilated patients with COVID-19 pneumonia, with a trend towards shortened duration of mechanical ventilation in those patients requiring it. The phase two study presented in the late breaking abstract session by Lara Pupim compared the efficacy of mavrolimumab with placebo in patients with COVID-19 pneumonia and hyperinflammation. Mavrolimumab improved outcomes in non-mechanically ventilated patients with a 65% risk reduction in mechanical ventilation or death and was well tolerated overall. Importantly, this treatment strategy is mechanistically independent of viral variants. Therefore, these results suggest a potential added clinical benefit of mavrolimumab on top of the current standard therapy for COVID-19. In general, infection risk and drug safety are always topics of interest for patients with inflammatory diseases, not only during this pandemic. For example, amongst those receiving immunomodulatory therapy, elderly patients appear to be at increased risk of serious infection. Anja Schrankfeld presented a study based on the German rabbit register investigating the impact of biologic DMARDs and JAK inhibitors on acquiring serious infection in elderly patients with RA. Interestingly, they found no evidence of increased risk of serious infection in this population. Instead, serious infection was associated with comorbidities, use of glucocorticoids and high disease activity. Novel drug formulations for patients with RA, such as antibody drug conjugates, are under development. ABBV3373 is a novel antibody drug conjugate composed of adalimumab, linked to a highly potent glucocorticoid receptor modulator. As detailed in the presentation by Frank Bootgerite, the compound works by binding to the TNF receptor, which is then internalised and broken down by lysosomes. This releases the glucocorticoid receptor modulator intercellularly, triggering an anti-inflammatory cascade. The efficacy and safety of ABBV3373 was assessed in a phase 2A study in patients with RA, where it was found to significantly improve DAS28 CRP at week 12 compared with the placebo. It also showed higher efficacy than the pre-specified historical adalimumab, although it was not more effective than the intrial adalimumab comparator. These data suggest that ABBV3373 may be an alternative therapeutic option to anti-TNF therapy, although further research is needed to determine which patient population would benefit most from this treatment. Another impactful presentation at Euler 2021, given by Quirine Dumoulin, showcased the power of MRI in detecting subclinical inflammation in patients with arthralgia in the MCP joints who are suspected to progress to RA. The study found that MCP symptoms such as MCP joint tenderness as observed by the physician and MCP joint pain as experienced by the patients were associated with subclinical inflammation detected by MRI, more specifically synovitis and tenosynovitis. Application of these imaging techniques may allow for earlier detection and intervention and prevent these patients from developing RA fully. 
For patients with AS, small molecule JAK1 inhibitors such as upadacitinib and filgotinib have shown promise and are currently in phase 2 and phase 3 clinical trials. In the SELECT AXIS-1 study, the primary endpoint analysis at week 14 showed that upacitinib was efficacious and well-tolerated in patients with active AS and an inadequate response or intolerance to NSAIDs. The one-year interim analysis was presented by Atul Dodir and revealed sustained efficacy for upadacitinib through 64 weeks with no new safety signals. Overall, upadacitinib as an oral therapy may help address the unmet need for patients with active AS. Filgotinib is another contender in the group of JAK inhibitors, and the Tortuga study has previously demonstrated improvements in SPARC MRI inflammation scores in the spine and sacroiliac joints versus placebo in patients with active AS. The post-hoc analysis presented by Xenophone Barliakos evaluated the effects of filgotinib on inflammatory and fat lesions in the spine at week 12 by MRI using the anatomy-based Canada-Denmark method. This analysis confirmed that previously reported decreases in SPARC MRI inflammation scores and demonstrated that filgotinib was associated with significantly reduced spinal inflammation at week 12 with decreased inflammation also observed in specific anatomical spinal subregions, including the posterior elements, facet joints and the vertebral body. In summary, as we come to the end of this podcast episode, we can conclude that COVID-19 vaccines are generally safe to use for patients with RMDs undergoing immunomodulatory treatments. In addition, patients with RA receiving rituximab or JAK inhibitors might be at an increased risk of developing more severe COVID-19 and should therefore be prioritised for the risk mitigation strategies such as vaccination. Finally, drugs with new mechanisms of action, as well as some that have previously demonstrated efficacy in other indications, are being investigated with promising results and will eventually lead to a better choice of viable treatment options for patients with RA and AS. And that is it for the highlights of Euler 2021 series. I hope you enjoyed this episode and do go back and listen to the first instalment if you have not already. Thanks for listening today and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. The EMG Health Podcast releases new episodes every Friday featuring interviews with key players from healthcare. Until next time, stay safe and stay well. Bye for now. Bye for now.